This is the Action for Wellness podcast, where we discuss small changes that will greatly improve your life, health, relationships, and well-being. Hosted by naturopath Maya Harish and parenting consultant Nava Abraham. This is the Action for Wellness podcast, episode 8, and today we're talking about self-care. We all know as mothers, as business owners, as partners, as, you know, women, women, that we tend to usually take care of everything else. Making sure the business is running, making sure the kids are right, making sure your partner's doing well. We don't really give ourselves a chance to stop and relax unless we're really sick. And then you spend a half a day in bed. And you're done with it. You realize you cannot afford to be sick anymore, so you're okay now. When in fact, that's probably... Not exactly the case. Not ideal in the long run. So as a result, what happens is we either have these like little sicknesses, but they carry on forever and ever and ever. Like a cold you can't shake or a cough you can't, you know, get rid of. Or you keep getting the same one over and over and over again. Yes, my goodness. You know what? I've had a throat infection. I've never had any infections in my throat. And then five years ago, I started getting throat infections. I get them every year, at least once or twice. It's awful. And it might have something to do with the fact that I'm working myself stupid and that I have quite a few kids and that I have a lot of things to take care of. So I can't, I honestly can't afford to be sick. I can't allow myself to take that time off and lie down in bed and do nothing. And even if you could afford to be sick, as a mother, can you be sick? Can you spend the day in bed? That's what I mean. When I say afford, I don't mean financially. I mean, financially, obviously, I can't afford to be sick. But if I could set aside the financial part of it, I can't afford to be sick because my children need to be fed. They need to be woken up in the morning. They need to be dressed and clothed and ready to go. And they, when they come back, they need to be fed again. You know, they need to be showered. They need their stories told to them. They need everything. They need all the attention. And that's just the technical things. I'm not even talking about the actual personal attention, you know. And yes, I mean, it's not that my husband can't do it, but nine times out of ten, they want mummy to do it. Fair enough. And it comes with the territory and everything, but sometimes you're just sick and you really can't be bothered with it. You can't handle it. And I think there's another thing that we tend to treat things, some things, as self-care when in fact they're not. Like making sure you're looking good, making sure... I don't know, I don't wear Keeping makeup. Up appearances. Yeah, making sure that everything looks like you've got your shit together. Yeah, so I haven't slept in a month, but I'm going to put a ton of concealer around my eyes so I'm no longer looking like a raccoon, but I look fabulous today. But I'm actually a wreck. <laughs> and making sure, I mean, you might make time to go shopping, so you're you're keeping up appearances, but you won't take time to another hour sleep or eating better food or taking care of yourself, meditating, relaxing, taking an hour to go for a walk, just to breathe some fresh air, clear your mind. So you don't necessarily take time for that because that seems too luxurious or that's basically that's being, I can't think of a word right now, but it's just, it's over the top. You wouldn't, you wouldn't bother to make the time and make the effort to enable yourself to do that. Because it feels like, eh, whatever, I don't really need it. 
I could do without it. I can survive without it. And in fact, you can't. And I listened to an interesting, I think it was a TED talk. Maybe it was just a talk <laughs> uh, by a woman called Anne Lamott. And it's from the 12 truths I learned from life and writing. And she wrote or said, Everyone is screwed up, broken, clingy, and scared, even the people who seem to have it the most together. They're much more like you than you would believe. So try not to compare your insides to other people's outsides. It'll only make you feel worse than you already are. Wow. And I, I, I just remember I heard her say it, and then I had to rewind and listen to it again, and then I had to rewind and listen to it again, because that one message, don't compare your insides to other people's outsides, it's true, it really does. It really does. Uh... Because that's what we do, right? You look at other people's lives through their Instagram feed and you think, oh, they have a perfect life. I'm so jealous. They've got it all together. They always look perfect. Their kids are always, you know. You know, I see people's family photos and all that. You see them and they look so wonderful. They all look so happy. The kids are so well behaved. They eat so nicely. They're sitting at a restaurant. I'm like, oh my God, if I could take my kids to a restaurant, there's no way. I cannot take my kids to a restaurant. It's not going to happen. Not for the next, I don't know, 10 years. I can't even see it in the near future. And it's fine. I'm okay with that. But it's like every now and again, I'm like, oh, you know, I would have liked to go to a restaurant. It would be nice to eat out and not have to like bring everything in sandwiches or whatever so we can eat out and then whatever they can chuck whatever they want wherever they want it <laughs> it's just it's one of those things you know you, you always compare you can't compare your insides to anyone else's insides because you only know yours and just think about how many times people say to you oh you look and it's something completely different than how you feel yes like I get that a lot people are always saying to me how much calmness I bring to the room and I always think the fuck do you know? <laughs> I've had people, I have people all the time telling me, you're so good with the kids. They're so calm and they're so well behaved and they're so lovely. And I think to myself, what are you on about? I'm not calm. They're not calm. It's all a massive chaos, chaotic, you know, carnival zoo in my house. But the honest truth is, if I really think about it, first of all, things aren't as bad as I often think they are. Because, you know, sometimes when For you're sure. in a situation, it's all out of proportion, right? You're inside the middle of a hurricane and everything is going on around you. But it often isn't that bad from the outside. I don't think I yell as much as I think I do. Because you know what happens is you'll do something that you feel is wrong or out of line or over the top and you'll beat yourself up over it. You'll carry it with you. Exactly, you carry it with you. And then you feel bad about having yelled, you know, that day... And even when you no longer remember exactly when it was, it wasn't yesterday, it wasn't this morning, it was, maybe it was last week, maybe it was last month, you know, but it's still with you and you still feel just as guilty because you know you shouldn't be yelling like that and you shouldn't be losing your temper and you know everything is supposed to be, but nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. We all get overwhelmed sometimes and we all get overcome by things that we can't handle at that moment. So how can busy people like ourselves and probably the people listening to us, how can we take better care of ourselves? Well, one suggestion would be stop and have lunch. Stop working and have... Can I... I'll interrupt you because I think there's a step before that that I think is the most important one. 
Okay. You know how when you're in an airplane and they do the boring safety thing? Yeah. That what's the one thing they say? Put your mask on before, before you the children. before you put other people's masks on. If you don't accept the fact that if you're not your best self, you're not going to be your best self to anybody else. You're not so going to be the best boss. You're not going to be the best person. You're not going to be the best business owner. You're not going to be the best partner. You're just not going to be. You have to put yourself first without feeling guilty about it. Because by doing that, by taking the time to appreciate and respect yourself, you're going to be so much better at all the other balls you're juggling. That's so true. It's actually so true. I have actually noticed that, you know how there are some people who you know think very low of themselves? Mm-hmm. They really don't think very highly of themselves and you can see it. You can see it. And when a person doesn't take themselves seriously, it's very difficult to take them seriously. It's like you don't mean to, but you kind of have it in for this person. You kind of can't be bothered with whatever they have to say before they start saying it. You kind of, you know, you just, they just rub you the wrong way. And you have to know that even if you have children, even if you have a business, even if you have a partner, you're not being selfish by taking care of yourself. It is the opposite of selfish. There's one thing that is very, very true that I have found, that if you can't be the best you can for you, you certainly can't be the best you can for your children. It's not... If you are fed up and exhausted and tired and you really, I would even call it maybe borderline depressed, you cannot be there for your children. You cannot fully be there for your children or your business or your partner. You can't. You shut them out. You shut them out. You're not capable of being as accepting and open and loving. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. Agreed. Okay, so now you can go back to your first step, which was eat lunch. Yes, it was a bit random, but yes, eat lunch. Honestly, when I'm hungry, I'm not nice to know. And I'm sure my sister can attest to that. It's true, but nobody is. And I mean, yeah, you've got some serious meanies when you're hungry. But I think everybody does. And making sure that you're fed throughout the day and preferably nourished, not just fed, better. Yes. But I mean, when you sit down to eat, eat. Yeah, you've got to eat. You've got to eat properly. But here's the other thing, and the more more important thing about that. Stop working and eat. If you try and focus on eating while you're trying to get work done, you're very likely to have food spilled all over your work, which in some cases could be worse than others. But you're also, you're not fully there. You're not fully, you're not giving your work or whatever it is you're, you're doing at that time, you're not giving it your best. And you're certainly not paying attention to what you're eating. So you're probably just stuffing it in your mouth rather than chewing and eating and enjoying your food. And taking that time honestly will really improve your day. It really will. Definitely. So that's one. Two, I would say, is make time every week, preferably every day, but a lot of us can't do it every day, but at least once a week to do something fun, something that is actually fun. It could be anything you consider fun. It could be going out to dance or going out for a coffee. It could be sitting at home with your feet up, staring at the wall. It'll start with that. After that, you'll get greedy. But you can start with that if you can't even think of something. Because sometimes you're so overwhelmed, you can't even think of something that would be fun for you to do. Go for a walk. Go try anything new. It can even be anything. Anything at all. 
pottery. But honestly, it could be really, it could really be anything. Go for a walk on the beach. Paint. Talk on the phone to your best friend if you can't meet her in person, which is even better. Go see a movie. Sit at home watching Home and Away. Doesn't have to be Home and Away. It could be, honestly, it. the, the point is it could be anything. Just take you know, once a week, an hour or two hours, for sure you can find it. For sure you're spending time blankly staring at some television show you're not interested in. For sure you're spending time like tidying up something that could wait or could have been done sooner. And, you know, just make the time for it. One hour in a week is nothing. Okay, so what's three? If you need help, if you just want to talk to someone, do it. Don't shut the people you love out. It could be your partner. It could be your best friend. It could be your sister. It could be your mother. It could be your children. It could be the internet. It doesn't matter. Preferably talk to somebody real, but sometimes that's not an option. And just going online and venting is better than not venting. You know, there was a study once that found that people who swear are actually happier and live longer lives and the reason is because they don't carry around all the anger inside them fucking hell that's good to hear (laughs) (laughs) nice it says something about it the the fact that venting that talking it out and expressing yourself can lead to better quality of life so i'm not saying you have to curse i mean you can if you need to but you don't have to you could just talk to yourself Honestly, it really helps. I found myself recently, I'll be in the car driving and I'm like, all of a sudden I'll say something and I'm like, what? Because, you know, it's in my head. I'm having, you know, I'm thinking and then all of a sudden I say it and I'm like, what? What just happened? And I feel like I might be losing my mind, but I'm not. It actually helps me work through things. It really does. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, but yeah, you can do that. Nobody nobody knows today that you're not talking on the phone. It's true. I realise that I'm a weirdo, but I'm fine with that. I embrace it. As long as you don't, you know... Advertise I'm related to you. <laughs> no. I was, go- I was going to say that, and then I thought I thought back at that time. I got a new car, and apparently the settings on it had it so that when my phone rang, it didn't actually ring. It just picked up. And so I was singing to myself very loudly, and somebody suddenly I hear somebody saying, Hello? <laughs> And there's me looking around the car thinking, who the hell is in here? I was like, God, (laughs) who is talking to me? That's so funny. Do you happen to remember who it was? Yes, it was from the the municipality about something. It was something random. Yeah, something completely random. Anyway, so I don't get to judge. (laughs) It's all I'm saying. Yes, fair enough. No, but the truth is you have to allow yourself to do these things and not judge yourself for them. It's okay to need help. Everyone, everyone needs help sometimes. And if you don't ask, if you don't verbalise your needs, how is anyone ever going to meet them? I find that a lot of times I feel that I could have used my husband's help with something, but I never said it to him. I never actually said, I need your help. And being such a capable person. You know, I don't necessarily always look like I need help and I don't always necessarily accept help when it's offered to me. So if I'm really fair and if I'm really, really honest, if I want to get his help, it's not that he wouldn't give it to me. He just doesn't know that I want it. And, And just think about how many times he doesn't help you and you end up 
feeling angry or resentful, but you never said anything. Exactly. He's not a mind reader. He doesn't know. He thinks I'm doing fine. And he knows that his previous attempts of helping me, you know, didn't get accepted very well, if I'm really honest. And so he's not going to, he's not necessarily going to jump in there and say, do you need help? And it's not always necessary. It's not even, I'm not talking about opening a jar of pickles. I'm talking about, you know, it could be, it could be that I need to sleep in another hour today. It could be, you know, I really need, I just need some space. So I need for him to maybe take the kids out of the house. Just, I just need some space. It happens to us all, you know? And so it could be anything. It could be, I took some, I I was using very specific examples, but honestly, it could be anything. It could be something physical, technical, you know, spiritual. It could be anything. But the thing is, if you don't ask for it, you're not giving anyone the opportunity to help you and you're not giving yourself the opportunity in fact, what you're doing is you're shutting them out because you get all tied up in knots inside about, oh, why am I not getting any help? Why are they not paying attention to me? What is going on here? Do they not care about me? You just go all pear-shaped. So ask for help and you may find that if you ask for help, you start getting it and then you can carry around a lot less shitty baggage that you don't need or want or deserve. The fact is asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength. Exactly. The next thing I would say is, you know, share, share, talk about the good things, talk about the bad things, talk about the things that are difficult for you, talk about the things you would like to happen, talk about everything. You don't have to talk nonstop. It doesn't have to be like, you know, it doesn't have to be a monologue, but find someone you can talk with. Again, it could be your best friend. It could be someone from a course that you're taking. It could be someone like weirdly not very close to you but you connect with definitely sometimes it's easier to very to be very very honest and very very candid about things with someone you know you sort of you know but they're not a very good friend who know who knows you but is not involved in your life on a personal level sometimes it's easier that way but for sure if you have a partner a boyfriend a girlfriend anyone you know close to you in a relationship with you share with them don't lock them out don't block them out I'm not talking about hiding things. I'm talking about, you know, things you maybe wouldn't necessarily think of verbalizing, but try to. I can say that I don't think I would have survived academia if I didn't have the WhatsApp group with my three uni besties, each person living in a different country. But we spend so much time just holding each other up. Because you can't make it alone. You can't make it alone and you shouldn't. Human beings are social creatures. Also, you know, sharing with people can often give you a lot of perspective. You could be thinking about something and like tossing it and turning it inside you, but you're not really gaining any perspective here. When you have to tell someone else, then you have to make it clear, right? You have to organize it and you have to say it in a manner that will allow them to understand what you're on about. And sometimes just doing that, even without hearing their input, just doing that can sometimes give you mad illumination on the situation. Plus, they may have something really clever to say. It's true. They're your friends for a reason. It's true. They may be complete morons sometimes, we're all complete morons sometimes, but they are likely to have something quite clever to say. Don't expect them to say something annoying because they're most likely, I would say this, if you expect them to say something annoying, they're very likely to say something fucking annoying. But if you, you know, if you ask them something with a clean heart, 
you're likely to be surprised for the better. I I can say that sometimes I have conversations with my best friend and she'll say something and she'll sort of assume I'm going to, to to respond in a certain way. So as I start saying, she immediately gets a little bit pissy. And then I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Listen, wait. And then it's like, okay, conversation is now at a different level. Yes. How many times have you said something and felt that you felt that you kind of need to apologize? So you may not say I'm sorry, but you will say it in, a, in an apologetic tone. And the other side will be like, what? Why are you apologizing? What are you on about? There's no need to apologize. You don't need to justify yourself to me. So yeah, so share meaningful conversations and share your lives with other people. It'll make them richer. And it will improve your relationships to no end. Because once you are completely open with the person you're with, they do the same to you. And they know that they can trust you because you trust them. So to conclude... What we're saying is you have to make yourself a priority in your own life. And that means taking care of yourself. So we said food, but we don't only mean food. We mean food and sleep and rest and meditation and exercise and all the abundance of things that you need in order to feel well. Because if you're feeling physically run down, you're not going to be the best business owner. And it's not going to go and improve on its own. It's not something you can shake off. It will accumulate and will get bigger and bigger and will take up more and more of you. Definitely. So do what you need to do to take care of your physical and emotional self and ask for help when you need it and share the joys and the sorrows of your life with other people. Okay, and don't forget to do something fun. Take yourself out on a date once a week. Yes, do it. The thing is this, you can start by saying to yourself, all right, my week is so hectic and it's so busy and it's so mad. I'll only be able to get one hour this week. Fine. So for a couple of weeks, you know, maybe a month, maybe two months, you only two, you only do one hour in a week. But believe me, you'll get a hunger. You will want more. And it's fine to want more. It's good to want more. It's what keeps you alive to want more. You need, Exactly. It's what keeps us going. So fine, do more, do more, take more time for yourself. If you manage to find one hour in one week, you will be able to find another hour in that week. If it means, again, I often find myself sitting in front of the television, completely blankly staring at whatever is on. Instead of doing that, I could go to sleep early. I could get up and go for a walk. I could make a coffee date with a mate. I could do a thousand things. You could sit down with a beer and your husband and just sit, look at the stars. I don't know, anything. We could watch a film together, but I mean actually actively watching and not just blankly staring at whatever is on. Yeah, you can do this. We know you can. We know you deserve to. As the horrible ad says, you're worth it. What's the ad for? I don't know. I know what you're on about, but I don't know what it's for. Anyway, we get sidetracked. Make some me time. You need it. You do. It'll make you feel better. It'll make you work better. We hope you have a really good week. And as ever, if you have questions or want to know anything, email us or comment below. Let us know. We're happy to hear it. We want to hear it. We would really appreciate if you wanted to rate and review our podcast and also just another reminder about our coaching class 
in October. Fabulous coaching class. Fabulous, fantastic, amazing, incredible coaching class that's going to start in October and it's beginning to fill up, so you got to be quick. you got to send us an email, let us know, and we'll send you all the information. Can't wait to see you there. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for listening. Have an excellent week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.